I got I got four more things. Oh, go for it. So I got something on religion. I got two things on religion. Oh. One was uh, religion mitigates feelings of depression by providing a sense of meaning. A sense of meaning. So this is back on March thirteenth for psychology. This is a psychology thing. Psypost.org. Um, they were talking about. Uh, it's been so long since I've looked up all, all this stuff. Um, but basically, the the study that they did, you know, it's just it's not a, a deep study, mm-hmm. so don't take it too deep. Um, but what they found was those that responded that they were more religious um, had less signs of depression in their life. Because, and what they, their, what they came away with it was because um, they had meaning. They had some sense of purpose. Yeah, they had purpose in their life. What are your thoughts? Now, are you... Are you just using uh, any kind of belief yeah, as I'm a blanket term rather than just a specific one? Yeah, it's just uh, I'm a general religious religious belief. Belief, yeah. So no, we're not we're not picking one specifically. No. Well, then I well I totally agree with that because all religious beliefs somehow give you a purpose. Yeah. To follow. Christianity gives you a purpose to live for your fellow man. Islam gives you a purpose of killing them. <laughs> Um, but they all give you this you know more than others you know there's some that a little more flashy and uh, like you talking about like this new age kind of thing that's going on right now Um, that's been going on for quite some time but you know we're seeing it very popular and growing in many certain like little towns Um, but there's a lot of beliefs out there that people can really hold on to Mm -hmm. and it attracts them and it does give them a sense of purpose now I guess depending on the belief it depends on what kind of purpose (laughs) you know what I'm saying which is beneficial for the individual Mm -hmm. right so Um, what, but what, what, what's bringing you into this though? Are you like, well, no, I, so one of the things that, um, especially over the past year with all COVID stuff, um, people, they flocked to churches at the beginning. Um, I mean, our, one of our first live streams had almost 900 people, 900 views. Wow. Yeah. Um, for the church. Um, and then it dropped off. Now we average about, um, I think it's like 75 to 80 views a week. Um, and so, but people seem to be drawing back from the church. They're going away. In fact, I, I read something like a third of all Christians that were attending before the COVID will not return to in-person church. And I think that's really bad. Well, I think it's because in a time of crisis or in time of what's be, excuse me, what some people might think of despair, they immediately flock to the church. But when things are subsiding and realizing either to themselves they believe that everything's okay or what's on the news is, like, guys, everything will be okay. You take the vaccine, you wear your masks. They're like, oh, it ain't that bad. Right. You know, oh, there's a 98% survival rate? Ugh, this is not so bad. I don't need to go to church anymore. You know, so church is more of becoming a a place for immediate crisis. Mm-hmm. But once the issue is resolved, you just give up on it. Right. And Which is kind of sad. Mm-hmm. Because you, know, it's, you don't just go there just once there's an issue. Right. You know, that's where we see like our vending machine spiritual kind of um, where you just kind of 
uh, a situation happens and you're like, I need help. You know, you go to your vending machine, do, 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 do. You get what you need out of it and you're like, oh, they're right about. All right. You know, and you just, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where some people with certain religious beliefs tend to part because they're getting nothing out of it. Yeah. No, I think so. And I think that will lead to more depression. Uh, Because now they're not getting it. No, and they realized, and the way the community is, I'm not just saying our community, but I'm saying just communities around. Mm -hmm. Um, People went to church, they found a purpose, the crisis was going on, they went to church, they getting hope and, and getting some kind of purpose, maybe drawing into the belief, and then the crisis subsides. But people are locked inside their homes. And so now they're locked inside their homes with no religious belief. It's, it's dwindled now. Right. And so now you have people that just don't care about um, whatever religious institution they were going to and whatever spiritual belief was behind that. And now they're just sitting in their home locked up. Right. To their own thoughts. And I think that's where we get... We've seen teen suicides have been up. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there might have been a lot more of a rise in criminal activity with, with oh, yeah. youth um, and it's because we've, we've locked them in the house for so long People, you're starting to think more you have no sense of purpose you're like you know, you're literally stuck at your home mm-hmm. you can't go out and enjoy anything you can't see your friends you can't go to a party you can't go to a restaurant, so you're stuck with yourself, with your thoughts, and those thoughts can turn very quickly negative. Oh, yeah. When you don't have a religious, I'm just going to say it, well, you in, in general. Cum- when you don't have the community to be there to, for support. for Like a church. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, 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 I think that's why m- being in person with believers is so very important. I, I totally agree. And I'm trying not to be like I'm trying to do a blanket. Yeah. Were you at church on Sunday? No, man. I was driving back oh, from Phoenix. Oh, yeah. Oh, t- 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 <laughs> probably. Gonna I'm here life. every day. <laughs> Don't do that. Uh, well, we know who's going to hell. <laughs> <laughs> Is this guy? No. Uh, <laughs> shut up. I wish, though, though that the people that attend these churches. And I'm hoping it was more of a, at least for our church, or a Christian um, a Christian church, mm-hmm. that I wish they would have held on to their faith, or they looked into it more even after that crisis took place. Right. Because then they would have had a sense of purpose to continue on during that period of, of lockdown. Right, you know, but they lost that, and now that sense of purpose is gone, and now they're sitting in the home, and literally in kind of like a a dark time. Things fester. Right, you have issues that happen. You know, I'm sure for married couples, DVs more DVs probably took place. I mean, you're stuck mm-hmm. with your spouse more often inside the house. You know, you have no place to go, nowhere to go to vent and steam off. Right. I'm not saying like yeah. lock well, your spouse, you're going to create issues. But no, domestic abuse is up. Yeah, you have no purpose. You're locked in a house. It's just it spells disaster. Mm-hmm. So, all right, you ready for the next one? Go for it. Okay, so same um, location, sidepost.org. Um, religion is a driving force behind the gender wage gap study finds um, oh, I'm, I'm really trying to make sense of that one what, what's their thoughts so they so they so Steisman um, is the one that conducted this um, that they said in nations where more than 95% or more people said religion was important in their daily lives um, and I'm going to just, I'm going to leave out something real fast and I'll get back to it. 
Uh, it says women earned around 46% as much as men. In countries where fewer than 20% of people said religion was important to them in their daily life. Again, I'm going to leave something out. Um, women averaged around 75% of men's wages. Okay? Where do you think... Um, 95% of people who said they're religious... Where, what do you think type of... Um, type of countries are those? Ninety-five percent religious. Yeah, like just give give me a, a country name. Well, see, I would go, and my reason for this is because. So these are people. Ninety-five percent of the people said that religion is part of their lives. What kind of country? Oh, I'm thinking Middle East. I'm thinking really. Ninety-five percent of their life. Yeah. Why would you say that? Well, because it's ingrained into their their politics. They're doing prayers like twenty times a day, six times a day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just a constant thing throughout their entire life. It is embedded in their politics and just embedded in their country that it's just it's a routine thing for them. So if if you're talking about a a country that's like where the people's routine, like majority of the country is of a religious belief and it's a daily thing I think of the Middle East hmm. I think of Iraq Afghanistan Iran Saudi Arabia those countries well which one are you no well, they I also are, oh, go, go ahead. ahead no no go ahead um yeah so the two countries they give um Pakistan Philippines these are just two examples that they give both Pakistan's heavily um, Muslim and Philippines is not I, I think the majority is Muslim I don't think it's I thought it was like a Muslim Buddhist yeah that's what I'm saying so I think it's I don't think it like Pakistan it's like 99.9% mm-hmm. um, Muslim where Philippines I think it's just the majority is um, but it's just interesting that that's what they give yeah well you're looking at the country with the worst women's rights yeah <laughs> so like the worst countries yeah. like you have to be a sociologist to know that right so i just thought i thought that was funny that they're like oh yeah like these other countries um but the thing is is there are very few countries where they might say they're christian so uk mm. right they say it's they're they're a christian nation but they're not that's just there. The state religion is Christian, but the United States is more Christian than the UK is. It is truly a sec. The United Kingdom truly is a secular nation because their religion and their politics are completely separated. Where in the United States, our religion does flow into our politics. Maybe not as much as I think it should, but you know what I'm saying. Well, it defines our. Yeah, it defines our nation. Um, and so, yeah, but you get a place like this, Pakistan. Uh, well, their, their specific religious belief dictates the woman's rights. Yeah. Which dictates the political side between males and females in the workplace. Right. And you were over in Afghanistan, so you actually saw this in practice. Right? Yeah, w- women don't get treated nicely in Middle Eastern countries. Yeah. Yeah, so already there's a problem. So it says there's no difference between... What website is this? This is SciPost.org. Oh, wh- who... D- I'm sorry, who did the... Um, I, I clicked on it. So, Academy... I don't know. It's... Let's see. And... Is Cypost doing the the article? Tracy Steisman and Elizabeth Camp Campbell, and they're the making ones. their assumptions that there's a wage gap between men and women because yep. of religion. Is it religion or Christianity? Religion. Religion. So religion entirely, based off of those two countries. No, no, no. They're just that. That's what they give as an example. Well, that's a stupid example. Well, see, that's the thing is, if this is really true, I would like to see the breakdown. 
But when you go to look at the article, you can't. You don't get to see the breakdown. Really? Yeah. Because I want to know, like, okay, so you go into the Middle East. That's their 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 religion is all it's it's Islam. It's it, right. So. And what I, about what I, about the Christian countries? Well, see, it doesn't give it. How, yeah, I want to know that. Right. I want to know the the Buddhist countries. Yeah. And see, the problem is, is they they say something like this. Um, in countries where fewer than 20% of people said religion was important to them in daily life, and then it gives these, it says women average around 75% of men's wages. Okay. The, the whole wage gap on its own has a whole thing, so we're not talking about that. Um, they give these, guess, guess what kind of countries we're talking about. For I'm sorry. For what? For twenty percent um, countries where fewer than twenty percent said uh, people said religion was important to them. Uh, women average seventy five percent of men's wages. What what kind of place where religion like, does not is not important to them? Yeah, not not as important. What kind of countries do you think? I would think it's not the U.S. So. No, I'm thinking more of like Russia. That's more of a communist okay. a, a communistic kind of socialistic where it's like ah, who cares about it's it's you know religion I, I think right. more of an atheistic kind of okay um, right I would say okay so Russia North Korea <laughs> well I doubt they actually sent people in there to find it yeah but it's countries like that where the people really don't we don't care okay. about religion we care about the next meal we have so well the, Russia's not so much I'm sure they get fed fine yeah. but religion's not a, the biggest um, thing so they give countries Sweden and Estonia Estonia you know so um so well, Estonia Estonia no one looks at a map and goes oh Estonia right but you know one of the things I think is interesting there? What's that? Both were predominantly Christian countries. Really? Yeah. But they fell away from it. Yeah, they just became secular, like we're doing right now here in the United States. So one of the things that people don't re- recognize is that every country that has taken on Christianity, it's not perfect. I'm not saying that people are perfect when they... They take on the Christian religion. Now they're perfect countries. I'm not saying that because corruption and sin and all that plays a factor in it. But what you can see is countries that take on Christianity as a basis tend to be more freedom in the long run. And I think maybe more, not short term, but and more freedom and more uh, successful. Yeah, I mean, look at um, and I, it's also countries that look at the United States. Canada. I mean, really look, how, look how successful we have become. Yeah. And oh, would you consider Canada? Oh, because they started as a as a Christian. Uh, well, Catholic Christian. So they had a basis. Even though they they implemented a lot of. If you, if you look at Britain mm-hmm. and all the places that they colonized, slavery and democracy both pop up. I mean, not sla- uh, slavery was there. But um, getting rid of slavery, legislatively, and um, democracy both pop up hmm. in places that they colonize. Interesting. Yeah. It's a quick little fun fact there. Yeah. Um, but even though Canada has a socialistic viewpoint, Canada's still successful. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. We don't take them out. <laughs> That's as successful as they get. <laughs> But here's the thing. Well, oh, I was going to say, I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. Uh, Israel. Mm-hmm. Very successful nation. Especially amongst... They're very secular, though. Are they? Yeah, they're very secular. Really? Yeah. Religion doesn't play a part in their... Oh, p- politics. Politics. Yeah. Really? Not as much? I thought yeah. it used to. Uh, it's been a secular country for a long time. Really? Yeah. Where'd you read this at? Or how do you know about no, that? No, just from people telling me that live in Israel. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. They're like, yeah, there's you're Jewish, but that doesn't mean you practice it. Okay. You I know, mean, because yes. they, there's that distinction. And so if you're an actual practicing Jew, 
it's different, but the majority of people are practicing Jews. Mm. You know, it's more of a proud race out there. Yeah. So interesting. But one of the things I want to highlight is this. Um, this is the studies which included 234 individuals. Hold on, a study was conducted with, by 234 individuals Yeah. for this? Yeah. So I can't, because I can't get the whole, the whole actual journal. So how many people do they take from each country? Well, see, that's the thing is, what is it? And how many countries under how many religious beliefs? Right. Right. There comes a lot of factors. You can't just, because different religious beliefs, what if I have a religion that's based after hating women? <laughs> then you be Islam. Well, I mean, essentially, you know. Yeah. But that puts a whole damper in all the rest of the religions in that in the statistics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if someone wants to pay the thirty dollars to actually look this up, like you need to pay thirty dollars to access this no, this I thing. I just look at the headline. I knew it was gonna be stupid. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing is, so they talk about how uh, at one point, where is it? She says the gender gap is projected to vanish in 28 years in the most secular states, compared with a stunning 109 years in the most religious states in the United States. Now, this is where the whole actual is there a gender wage gap, and actually there's not like if you actually go through it and you go okay a person so let's say a nurse right a nurse a male nurse and a female nurse you put them together and there's not much difference you put them in the same job same place there's not much difference in in thing um and so that's what you need to talk about when you're talking about is there a wage gap not um experience on top of that well experience yeah there's a lot of factors that go into it so if you have two candidates are exactly the same the only thing that's changing is their gender they're in the same field yeah but you see something different there because of gender then there's an issue yeah there is but what the gender gap people talk about is how like oh you have you know this um this scientist over here and he's making $80,000 $80,000 and you have the stay at home mom over here and she doesn't make any money there's a there's a wage gap it's like no there isn't they're in two different fields is and that what is that what the wage gap is being yeah. thought of right now yeah that's how they do it they just they just take an average of you know of things they don't compare it in actual nuts and bolts so scientists to scientists in the same field I, I knew that because when I was going through college and that was one of the things that they discussed was is because well, I had to take sociology and I wanted to right I've, I've never so, wanted to ever blow my brains out until like, I took that class um, twice mind you <laughs> I don't want to talk <laughs> yeah. about the first time uh, it's not fun when you piss off the teacher uh, but anyways that was the whole thing was is they were discussing was the gender wage gap Mm-hmm. And you're just like, but there isn't. And I've been having, I was having debates with the teacher several times. Um, but I'm like, no, there's not. It's just different fields. It's your work experience. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, person A, male, person B, female. Person A might have more experience than person B. Going in the same field doesn't mean there's a wage gap. Right. You choose to be working in a daycare, that's on you. Right. I strive to be a theoretical physicist. Mm-hmm. And, and that's a big thing, too. Women te- tend to take uh, fields of humanities, mm-hmm. and men tend to take fields in um, STEM. So science, technology, engineering, mathematics. Mm-hmm. Tend. These are tendencies. It doesn't mean that there's not overlaps. No, and nothing is stopping a woman from going over that direction. Right. There isn't. Nothing says when you when you get into something in those kinds of fields that says, Oh, you're a woman, sorry, 
You can't apply. Yeah, if you don't have a hoo ha, you uh, or or, or uh, yeah. <laughs> trying to trying to keep it clean. <laughs> yeah. If you don't have female uh, genitalia, genitalia, you cannot enter into this program of study, or you cannot right. follow this career path. Nothing says that. You know why they can't say that? Because there's laws that says you can't do that. Right. You literally can't prohibit somebody based on their gender. Right. So when it comes down, there's. It's... So that, but see, that's a problem, right? And in more religious, like, so for us, right? Um. So I would. We would be considered very religious. Right. Okay. And, oh, God. So, I mean, me and my family. Uh-huh. So, my wife doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Does that mean that she should, you know, are we making men greater than women? No. She desires to stay at home and do that. And, but for the majority, oh, well, not the majority, because that. Now it's not the majority, but for the first several years, she worked in a a position. I made more money than she did. There was a reason. Because in my line of work, there was higher wages. In her line of work, because all she had a bachelor's degree, but she did not have a bachelor's degree in the type of work she was in. She was working. She worked with. Um, mentally disabled and emotionally um, disabled people and so but she didn't have a degree in that so she didn't get more money she can't she went at entry level but to compare us there's no comparison I'm working construction and there's certain wage in that which I started at ten dollars when I first went at entry level so we both went in and say we both went in at entry level Except when I started entry level, I was 12 years old. So by the time I'm 21 years old, she goes into her first job at $10 an hour. I'm almost a journeyman at that point. I'm making $22 an hour. I have the experience of almost 10 years in the trade. Not fully, but, you know, working. And so there you go. That's why. Different trait, different place. It has nothing to do with religion. It was literally. But more religious people tend to be more complementarian in their view of. Well, we focused more on that nuclear family. Right. We focused on that the husband and wife and one is working and the other one is staying home taking care of the home and the kids. Right. When possible. When, when possible. Right. If there's no kids and the wife wants to work, so be it. Or you know what? I, and I've seen the role reversed other ways. Sometimes the wife is going to have more of a fit. Fin- I wish that's the way it was. <laughs> Sometimes the wife is, will have a way better job. And good for her. Yeah. I, I told Marika if she ever wanted to do it and go for it, I'd be a stay-at-home dad in a second. <laughs> Shoot. Um... And like I, I was telling my fiance, I said, "Go for it, you know. You go be a nurse. You'd be making way more money than I'll be." And I told her, "I'm like, well, there's gonna come to a point where we're gonna want kids. And if you're making way more more money, that's gonna be paying the bills. Who's gonna stay home and take care of the kids? Right. I mean, I. Granted, I'm not used to that idea, but someone's got to, though. Heck yeah." And we need the money, especially for nursing. How about? I mean, that's it's a hundred, hundred thousand usually, maybe yeah. ninety, hundred thousand a year. Yeah, we're not gonna drop your salary for my like fifty, forty, just so you can take care of the kids. No, 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 no. You're gonna keep your salary. I'll watch the kids all day. Heck yeah, yeah. You go be successful. You go do what you, you need go, to do. You go, girl. Yeah, you go, girl. Um. But I think that's the issue that people look at the religious side and they go, you just don't want to see women successful. Right. And it's like, no, no, we want to see women successful. But there comes to a point, though, where it's like you got to decide on who's 
go take the responsibility of taking care of the house. Right. Do you really want to shove your kid into daycare all day? Not seeing mommy and daddy? Literally all day? Mm-hmm. Kids come home, they see mommy and daddy for two, three hours, they go, to be- they go to bed. They only see mommy and daddy for three hours out of the day. If that. If that. You're going to have your kids really go through that? Yeah, there's a there's an emphasis on family in more religious communities mm-hmm. than in secular uh, religious people tend to get married younger they tend to have more children it that's what it is it's more family based so it it makes sense that more religious areas would have less wages but you know but again the wage gap is a myth anyways because it's not done properly so you can't oh well, you can't do the studies properly yeah and and when you actually so i've i've done to the best of my ability but when you start actually looking into the data there are differences between like if you go right the same same job same experience there are some differences but usually it's regional you know one region's this way one region's this way it's like teachers right you're not going to pay a teacher the same amount in our town as you would necessarily in a, in a different town. Oh, yeah, our districts are so much different. Yeah, they're different. You know, California's way different. Yeah, than- in fact, a couple of years ago when the whole Red for Ed thing happened in um, California or in Arizona, people were saying, you know, here locally, our teachers could go over to California and get $10,000 more. It's like, yeah, but it's California. Everything increases. Your your food's going to increase. Your um your your living increases. So that ten thousand dollars gets eaten up real quick when you're paying a buck fifty more in gas. Um, you're paying almost double for your house. I mean, when I was living in California for a two bedroom, one bath apartment was nine hundred about nine hundred dollars. That same apartment right now is going for like. Two thousand mm. dollars, like that's a huge difference, and so my wages would have had to go up to meet that. You know, it's just the way it is. So that's actually what one of the reasons why my parents moved out of the city to a rural area so they could have enough money to actually pay for things. Is that if they continued to live in the city, everything was going up. So there's those things as well. You know, so regionally. There's factors in it too, so you know. All right, I got two more. I have no idea how many. If if you ever have the chance, yeah. Debate a sociologist professor. The what? A sociolo sociology debate debate debate. Okay. Excuse me, debate. <laughs> if you have a debate, <laughs> <Bait> went in. <laughs> If you ever have a chance to date a sociologist, you'll hate it. <laughs> no, but if you have a chance to debate one, debate one, um, they won't like you. <laughs> I had a good sociologist teacher. That's nice. I had one <laughs> twice. <laughs> I want to talk about why the first time I failed, but... Uh, the look on her face when she saw me again. I was like, oh, hi, it's me again. She's like, oh, yay. <laughs> yeah, she wasn't too happy. But that didn't deter me. Oh, I can understand debate. why. I know you, so. Well, I, thanks. thanks. <laughs> uh, no, you're going to ask a question for the class. Get ready. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to re- have a rebuttal against that. Yeah. Especially for some political things, which she wanted to promote Hillary quite a bit oh really did you know an article came out that actually showed that Hillary was paying her women a lot less than men yeah not a lot less it was like 20, 20 cents yeah less. it was it was less yeah than their men and she's like well no no that, that's not true Hillary would never do such a thing really let me go find this oh, look at this article I have right here well that's false Whatever you say. <laughs> Surprise I passed. Um, but 
What's the next one you got? All right. So I want to end kind of on a funny one. Not funny, but like, I think it's funny. But this one, so have, you don't have Disney Plus. No. Um, so right now the series that's out for the MCU is the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Oh, yes. It's all right. There, There's some Black Lives Matter social justice stuff in it. Mm-hmm. And it's like... Like getting through the, those sections, like especially the last episode, was kind of hard. But I really like Sam Wilson, like the Falcon. I really like him, and I He's like a cool how, actor. yeah, and I like how, like one of the things that they dealt with was so you have this guy, um, I, I want to say Isaiah Bradley, but I'm, I'm not sure. But anyways, he was a black guy that um, survived the super the like later super soldier programs. But then he was in prison for 30 years by the U.S. government. Mm -hmm. So there's this whole thing. So he hates the government, right? And and he makes this comment, no self-respecting black man would ever want to be Captain America. You know, because he hates America, right? Because what they did to him, which I can understand, Mm -hmm. right? But I love, so this is spoiler type stuff. If you watch it, um, I love how he then resolves himself to be Captain America, and there, there's actually his his um, sister who is kind of like this BLM type of person, um, but her sister says you can't live your life on the way someone else views the world. Uh, I thought that's really good because that's true. You have to do it yourself. You you can't blame other people. You can't take on other people. You have to decide for yourself what you are going to do. Mm-hmm. You know, in fact, there's actually scripture for that where it says, choose for yourself this day whom you will serve. It's from the book of Joshua. Um, so it's really a personal thing. So I really like that part. Uh, and there is a lot of good... I don't mind social commentary in it. As long as both sides are brought out and you can actually see the, the debate, it's when it flies to one side that I don't like it. So overall, I think it's fine. There's some, times, some stuff that's like, oh, I got to get through this so I can understand, you know, especially that last one. Um, but this is the article. The Falcon, the, so this is wegotthiscovered.com. The Falcon and the Winter Soldier being accused of fill, fill in the blank. What do you think they're being accused of? Man, uh, there's quite a bit: racism, sexism, transphobic, or homo- homophobic. Is it homo- homophobia? Okay, so the the Falcon and the Winter Soldier being accused of not homophobia, but you're transphobia. Close. Uh, no, it has to do with homosexuality queer baiting that's a new one yeah that's a new one of the book hey uh can you put that one on the board now yeah exactly (laughs) we got a new one so here's some tweets is falcon and the winter soldier queer baiting yes will i continue to watch it and hold on to every little crumb also yes but what's queer baiting okay Okay, you're gonna get get to that i'll let you go um falcon and winter soldier is hella queer baiting uh, they literally had them scissor during a couple therapy session this week. This show is so boring, and if they don't kiss by the end, I'm going to set myself on fire. Huh? So, okay. This is an odd couple story. Okay? Basically, you have the Winter Soldier, right? Captain America's best friend growing up, loses his arm, comes back, you know, Winter Soldier, the movie, probably the best, in my opinion, one of the best MCU movies. It was a good movie. Yeah. Um, so, you have him. He's redeemed by the end, right? By the end of a, a bunch of movies. And then you have Falcon, who you also meet in that same movie. And he becomes his new best friend. Captain America's new best friend. And they're brought together the falcon and the winter soldier are brought together through captain america right and captain america in endgame gives his shield to sam wilson 
Now, in this movie or in this show, it's it's Sam trying to deal with the whole thing. It's him trying to be get to this point of is he worthy to be Captain America? Right? Is he worthy of it? Is uh, does he want it? Mm-hmm. And by episode five, he he's training to become it. And I'm hoping in episode six he dons the Falcon Captain America outfit. It's a cool outfit. What is it? Yeah, I like it. Um, so, but I I don't mind Sam Wilson being Captain America. It doesn't. This whole it can't be a black person to me is just well, isn't it canon, racial. Though? Baiting. What isn't it canon though that he becomes? I yeah, it was, it yeah. Is. In canon, he becomes. So it, you know, cool. He's Captain America, right? Um, but so they're brought together in very different people, right? Mm-hmm. So Bucky, he has all all the memories of what he did as a Winter Soldier. So everyone he kills. So when in the, I think in the um, opening uh, opening episode, he has this old Asian guy that he meets up, and they they go out to like a bar basically. They're drinking, and the Winter Soldier killed his son, and Bucky's trying to make amends. Right, he's trying to fix things was that way back when yeah back when he was the winter soldier he, because the son saw him so he killed him um so anyway so you have him dealing with all this ptsd type stuff and then you have wilson and he's kind of like this lone wolf you know so the winter soldier lone wolf type of attitude very hard i mean he's over 100 years old right and then you have Sam Wilson, who is... So, basically, you have the pessimist, and you have the optimist. It's literally a buddy cop, um, odd couple... I can't see that yin-yang. Yeah, type of thing. And so, there's this hilarious scene. I think it's hilarious. And this is what they're talking about. Um, where they're just at each other's throats. Because they're so different. Right? And the Winter Soldier has a therapist that he has to go see. Well, he doesn't go see her one time. And so he gets arrested. He has a warrant out because he didn't go see his um, his shrink. And so she wants to see both of them together. And they're, like, having these problems. And so she has them look at each other. And do she's like, I want to do something I do with couples. You know, who are having problems. Turning each other and looking at each other's eyes. Into each other's eyes. And it's a hilarious scene because they start looking at each other. And they're just staring at each other. And squinting. And she goes, are you guys having a staring contest? <laughs> it's just, it's hilarious. But the buildup's funny too because they're like... They turn to each other but they're like really close. So their knees are touching. And he's like, this is really awkward. She's like, you need to get closer. They're like... So they put each other like one knee into each other's crotch to get closer, and it's just this really awkward. But it, it's hilarious because it's the comedy that this odd couple is there. So people are like, "Oh, they're you know, they're queer baiting. They're showing us that they have this like sexual tension." It's like uh, that's no. not there. You can. This is the problem. Men can't be friends with men without being homosexual. It's just like a man can't be friends with a woman. Right. Unless there's like some kind of, there's something going on there. Right. And it's like, no, there isn't. Right. You know. Yeah. So that's. It's like, no bros, you know. Right. No. Yeah. So that's the problem. And but the same thing was done between him and we Captain probably should America. stop meeting like this. Yeah, we probably we should. Be queer baiting. Yeah. I don't want you all to think we're homosexual or just. It was just two guys being friends. Yeah. You know, that means they're fishing, buddy. 
You know, everyone go to the yeah. lake, go fishing and stuff. Look, man, we got to be in separate rowboats. Don't look at me. You know, if we're in the same rowboat together, it's going to look like we're, we're you know, queer baiting and we can't have that. Right. Our fishing poles cannot be touching. They can't be on the same side of the boat. You get on the left side, I'll get on the right side of the boat. Yeah. You know, we don't want to give people the wrong, the wrong view right now. Right. Yeah, you, you can't be good buddies. You can't. You know. You can't be like, this guy's my best friend. What are you guys, gay? Yeah. I know, and it, it plays into that whole, men can't be emotional, right? So, men, you can't be emotional. And if you are, you're gay. And it's like, men, you, you have to be the loner. If you're not, you're gay. And it's like, that that right there is toxic masculinity. That's That's when you get into it. You tell the guy, look, you have to be emotionally distant. You have to do it. And if you're not, you must be gay. Mm-hmm. That's toxic masculinity. Because now a guy's going to become that. He's going to be socially distant. You know, social distant. He's going to be emotionally distant. Those types of men are the problem. Because now they can't deal with things. They can't be loving towards their children. They can't function in society properly. These are the men that they they treat women as objects. Sex becomes a game. Sex becomes um, a conquering thing. Because they, they can't have that emotional connection. Because they're gay. Right? And so that's, that's a problem. And so these people are playing in... They, I, I'm sure these types of people are the same people who would decry toxic masculinity. Yet by saying this, not allowing men to actually have close relationships with other men that are, you know, weird, right? Um, they, they, they become toxic because of that. Mm-hmm. So... Okay, you ready for the last one? I'm ready for the last one. Okay, this is, I thought this was funny. I saw this today. Um, so, I'm just going to ask you first. Do you know about uh, the book of Revelation where it talks about the mark of the beast? Yes. Okay. So, in the in that, um, it talks about... Great song by Iron Maiden. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so, you, you in the, the scriptures, it talks about you need to take the mark of the beast in order to, to sell or to buy anything. So you'll need to have that. Is that what it says in scripture? Yeah. Okay. So there's a lot of different like interpretations of what does that mean? What is that mark? Because there's actually two marks in the book of Revelation. One's the mark of the beast and one's the mark of uh, the Christian. And so there's two marks. And so I have a different opinion about what those marks are. But anyways, mm-hmm. so there's a lot of interpretation of what that is. Some people like when... Uh, Credit cards first came out, you know, Visa. So people say that Visa is the mark of the beast when that came out because V, I are Roman nu- numerals for for six. And then um, it's S is the first letter of six. And then it's like SA or something is another six. So it, Visa, right? So, anyways. Um, I but, hate when that. Yeah. So, um, but there's other things like uh, one person said monster drinks were the mark of the beast. Oh, because the in Hebrew. Yeah. The the, uh, the slashes. It's like six for each number. Yeah. Is, yeah. Um, but most people say it's going to be a computer chip or a barcode on your hand or forehead because that's where the mark was. Boop. So buy things. I've I've just I don't know why these articles pop up on my feed. Amazon to bring pay by palm technology to Whole Foods. So what you do is you go in and you scan your palm at the grocery store and you connect your credit cards to your palm scan. And that's how you pay. Like like a like a wrist? Thing? No, like, like, like it's like literally gonna be your, your palm. palm. No, it's not Anything. It's just your palm. 
and it scans your so it's a scans your palm right it scans it and it connects to your credit card and why, that's how you pay why would the banking information have my finger my fingerprints no no so you know but my what would be on my palm then nothing it's just it reads your palm so you put your palm on the scanner it scans your palm the like one, a fingerprint right right and then you connect your credit card to your palm so that you can go into any Whole Foods so, or any Amazon where this is taken and just scan your that palm. That would be the only legit palm reader ever. It's crazy. <laughs> did you get that joke, though? Please tell me. You got yeah, that yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I thought it was which, funny. Which, did you go with us when we went to um, Disneyland years ago? No. Oh, yeah, that's right. I don't want to talk about that. Oh, dang, yeah. I, sorry, I didn't mean to bring that up. Anyways, while we were there... Man, I hate you for that. <laughs> I forgot. Well, how would you forget? Because I, almost, I don't live your life. I almost died that you day. Did. Screwed everything up. <laughs> Anyways, you shouldn't have been dating that girl. She wasn't... I wasn't dating you. her. Oh, Joshua and David. No, I, I was... Shouldn't be going after those girls. No. Anyways. I was going for her, but... <laughs> Anyways, let's... Anyways. So we were driving to Disneyland, uh-huh. like so. We went, we stayed the night, and then the next day we were driving up. And the funniest thing, it was a palm reader, right? Person palm reader, and their cool cover, their carport, had fallen onto their car. And I'm like, I guess they didn't see that one. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm like, man, I wish back then we had cameras on, like phone cameras. Because it wasn't that technology yet. And I'm like, oh, man, if I would have had that, I could have used it as a meme. What a great meme. Mm-hmm. But anyways, I had no idea what it was done. Oh, because of the palm ring. Palm, yeah. So they're going to be putting, well, nothing. So, but no. and, how do you feel you about. Just, here's the scanner, right? You just put your hand like this and it scans it. You don't, It's not even like putting it but, on. So it, it would, it's not just palm then. Well, I don't know. It just says the palm. Okay, so would you want all your credit card information? Oh no, on your hand no. like that? No. Yeah, no, 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 no. Because like, even the article goes into it. They're like, it's really shady stuff, like super easy to hack. I guess like this stuff is super easy to hack. So, I mean, on a tech side, you're like, that's pretty cool. But at the same time, you're like, you know, the, the, the ability to do that. Right. You know. But what happens if I get massive scarring? Like, right. I get caught in a fire. I just lost my entire, like, what if happens if I have no hands? What are you going to scan now? Forehead. Nah, I don't want my forehead. Yeah, okay. Mark of the beast. Your palm and your forehead. Or your hand and your forehead. That's what this really? is. Yeah. I'm going to be like, you know, just, you can scan this, <laughs> this, this head. I get dirty here. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> boop. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I, was, I couldn't stop. I had to make that joke. Um, so, what do you think the the, the mark of the or the beast is going to be? I, but uh, I think it's going to be. That's too obvious. Uh, no, I don't think what it, I don't think it's. I don't think it's necessarily going to be an actual physical mark, but rather because it's. Um, in like the other mark that's there is the mark of Christ, like it's the mark of a true someone's name in the book of life. I don't think it's necessarily a, a real mark. It might be, um, but one of the hard things about Revelation is that people interpret things just like as literal as possible. When it's and I'm actually doing this in my class right now. Um, it's poetic. It's apocalyptic, and it's a, a um, it's a, a, a Um So it's it's apocalyptic in its style, and it's the only apocalyptic full book there is. Um, it's prophetic, which prophecy is filled with imagery, and it's uh, an epistle. So it's a letter to train people, like the church, to encourage them and to do stuff. So it's really hard to interpret. And so, but I just think like the base behind it. So it might be a literal mark, but I think more so it's going to be something that 
um, that you, the whole purpose there is the division. Like you either follow Christ and you receive his mark, right? Or you follow Satan and you receive his mark. Mm-hmm. I think it it's, divides it, the people. And it, it, by showing maybe like it's on the head and because on the Bible it's say wrist or hand. Hand. Uh, I think wrist, it's right or, hand. Uh, and yeah. hand and uh, on forehead. It's, it's a very noticeable location, especially right. at the time, you know. With your right hand, you're always, you know, doing stuff with it. People always notice that. So, I feel like it's going to be very noticeable right? to, to determine on which side of the field you're going to be on. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to find... Yeah, and there, and you know, and there's also a problem with um, what it will be and all this stuff. So yeah. Anyways, so yeah, I just thought that was funny. Like, it's the mark of the beast. So. Uh, I, it's funny seeing people jump to conclusions like that. Yeah. You know, when somebody showed me that monster video, I'm just like, you gotta be kidding me. Yeah. Like maybe the CEO had the idea of that, but I'm pretty sure he didn't because I'm. I'm pretty sure, like, no one's like, let's look up Hebrew numbers. Six. Looks like a monster, monster, uh, you know, claw. Right. We'll definitely take that. Three of them. Six, six, six. It's perfect. Yeah, so right hands. Yeah. Was that? Right hand. Oh, right, right hand. hand for the right hand and four of Oh, for Revelation, you said? Yeah. yeah. So, anyways. So that's it. That's all I have. I wish I could just know what it's going to be like. Yeah. Just so, just like now I can be like, oh, it is a literal thing. Or like, oh, no, it's just, uh, you know. Right. Figurative. I hope I never get to live through that. But hopefully, like, you know, I'll like somehow like see whatever took place. And just be like, "Whoa, it's crazy stuff." Crazy stuff. Wasn't expecting that though. You know, right? Or you're like, you know, I was Google the whole time. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I don't know. You just kind of like, you want to kind of know. It's, it's like a really, like, it's like a scary movie, just or like a like a thriller. Yeah. You, know, you want to know the end or who's who's gonna be the bad guy? You know. And like already deciding on which the playing field we're on, you know, we're like, oh, like who's gonna be the, the one that's gonna be starting the get the ball rolling, mm-hmm. you know, or who's gonna be the, uh, you know, who's this antichrist figure, you know, right? Like who is this? And you're just kind of like, oh, who's gonna be? Is this guy? Is this guy? Where in the world is antichrist? Yeah. <laughs> so, but. All right, I guess we'll we'll end it there. Because I need to use the the little boys. Bro. <laughs> but this is episode fifty-five, right? I think so. So, all right. Well, hey, thank you everybody for watching episode fifty-five of the Not So Famous podcast. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed it. Sorry again that it, this episode has taken a while. To it, it's all my fault. I know. But thank you guys so much for watching and listening to this. If you guys like it, don't forget to hit the like button and subscribe. I mean, we're we're not done making videos. We love sitting here and chatting and just kind of giving our thoughts out there for um, people who are interested in politics. No one that wants to know. Or no one, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but again, like, subscribe, and leave a comment on what you guys think we can, what you guys think we should talk about, what we would, um, I don't know, how we can do better or whatnot. So, but I guess on that note, we'll see you guys in the next episode. Take care. Bye bye. Take care. Bye. Bye. Good morning, Sunday morning.